And we are back and we are the Run Duo. I am Tommy Mitchell. What's up, guys? And I am India Cook. Hello, hello. Uh, episode up? 82. What's going 82. on? 82. What's up, Tommy? Oh, you know, it's 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 a beautiful world out here right now. Yes, I'm it is. It. You I'm are another it. year older. <laughs> happy belated. Well, we already said happy birthday, but happy belated birthday as we as we uh, record this episode. How was your birthday? Oh, it was great. You know, I got to to chill, um, you know, as everybody does the birthday weekend. But first, before I get going, I just want to say, you know, thank you to everybody that sent me out birthday wishes on Facebook, as well as on Instagram. You know, thank mm-hmm. you, India, for, you know, doing a post on on our um, Instagram. So yes. thank you, you know, very much. Every year is new. Every year is great. Um, uh, I, I will say this, everybody, because I, I, I'm getting my second dose vaccination Probably the same day y'all are hearing this on Thursday. Me um, too. How do we end up being the same day? Because I didn't do mine. Because I know I took my first one before you did, but I didn't. I didn't set up my thing the same time. I waited, and then there was nothing available until now. Oh, for me this to get was automatically dose. set you up. My people automatically set me up and was just like, "Figure out how to get here. This is your day of your appointment." As oh, soon as really? I left my first one, yeah. They sent an email, and you're supposed to go on and do it. Then, um, I, so I ain't worried about it it's all good it's all cool well yeah but i get anyway, my second dose on thursday too so everybody go get vaccinated so next year i can actually have <laughs> a party and you know i won't have to hear nobody's mouth about infecting our child so everybody go get vaccinated um <laughs> so we can all get together and do you know group runs and stuff like that i, I see everybody starting to get back to that group run group rides all that good stuff yeah so as soon as i got my second dose and i think it's two weeks after your second dose that you're actually fully yeah it's not until yeah, two weeks. yeah. vaccinated so after that hey it's all good it's on i'm gonna yeah. go run with my coach at stone mountain we're gonna do everything you know once i'm vaccinated i might get a shirt and say i'm vaccinated <laughs> i cannot i see so many people <laughs> posting their vaccination cards and i actually had someone send me a dm there's like can I just asked you a personal question and they asked me, was I going to get vaccinated? And I was like, I mean, I am partially vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just didn't, I just decided not to post about it, but you all know now that I will have my second dose on Thursday. So yeah. Um, I mean, you know, I just Heather, don't feel like it's necessary to post the card, but no, nah, okay. I'm not into posting my card, <laughs> but you know, it was interesting. Cause you know, Heather was like, I might go get mine laminated. I guess somebody's laminating them for free. Staples but, is laminating yeah, them for free, yeah. but I think it's a good idea because I think at some point we're going to have to carry them because I'm seeing that there's a lot of places that either requiring it or like, you might have to travel around with it. So yeah, I exactly. You, you want some kind of go protection. ahead and get it laminated. Uh, so it doesn't get ripped up. So yeah. I wasn't, I'm not going to get it laminated. I was like, I don't know. Laminated just seems too, like they might look at it and go, hey, is this real? I think I'm going to really? get like the little sleeve. Okay. So I can kind of pull, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I can yeah, kind of pull yeah, it yeah. out. If you, you never know. You might run across somebody like, oh, this is laminated. You should, yeah, this is yeah. real. You know, you're they try right, to right. try to call yeah. you out or something like that. So you gotta I get said, a I'm going to get the sleeve. sleeve though. Find something to put it in. Yeah. Because, you know, like they have them, they have those sleeves for um, social security cards. Like some people do their, put their yeah. social security cards in little plastic sleeves mm-hmm. uh, to protect them as well. So I think that's what I'm going to do. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited to get that vaccination and everything. Um, good. Had a good weekend. I, uh, the only thing I really did was, um, of course, I got cake, I got presents, you know, and everything like that. But I went to the Braves game. Um, nice. You know, it was Trey's first Braves game. And let me just say this to people. Those of you who um, do not have a two-year-old, mm-hmm. um, going to a Braves game with a two-year-old is a waste of time. If you are going to have a child and, they're, and they are able to move around and they're two and they can get around, mm-hmm. yeah, don't worry about going to the game because it's a waste of time because they're not going to sit still. Mm-hmm. I literally, because pretty much the whole time, I'm either walking with him, running after him, or carrying him. I felt like I did a boot camp. I was so tired after that, after that Braves game. I was like, you know what? Yeah, I can watch this on TV um, until right. he's old enough. And he that, can run around until, in the house. Yeah, <laughs> until he's old enough to kind of chill. I, I, I think we'll we'll watch that on watch that on the tube. I get it. I get it. Well, I'm glad you had a good weekend. Um, it's always good to be able to get out, enjoy, and also enjoy your birthday however you want to do it. Yeah, it was it was nice to to just relax. I I took Monday off, which was actually my birthday, mm-hmm. and I just I just chilled, which I enjoyed. Relaxing. Good, good. Well, it was very good. I was able to see Trey and Heather this weekend at Tess Tess and Adrian's run walk waddle. So, mm-hmm. um, 
I know for people that have been listening to us for a while, we always mention Tess. She's a race director here in Atlanta and she is expecting. Um, so congratulations, Tess. I know you're listening to this, but she is expecting a baby girl in May. And then also her friend, Adrian. Um, is also expecting a baby, but a baby boy around the same time. So congratulations to them. We had a little meetup in Atlantic Station. Um, Tess and Adrian were the people that helped to pull together Black Girls Run chapter here in Atlanta many years ago. Um, and so they have been friends since before during college. And then they reconnected when they came here to Atlanta and um, charted that Black Girls Run chapter. And it's just been great. So a lot of Black Girls Run um, people came out, the fathers of the babies and um, um, some other people that have met Tess and Adrian along the way. So it was really good to, to be out and about and to um, enjoy seeing a lot of people and um, having a good time. So yeah, I saw, the, uh, saw the photos. It looked like it was a really good turnout. Yeah, it was a mm-hmm. really good, it was a good turnout. Good turnout. Yeah, good time good. to celebrate them. Yeah, exactly. You know, they want to, they're getting out, staying healthy until, yes. till baby time. Wouldn't you say they're, they're both expecting? They're both a- doing May. Mm-hmm. Oh, Wow. Yeah, so. Wow, that's yeah. that's Trey's birthday. Trey might have some uh some people in the same uh, birth month as him. That'd be cool. <laughs> yes. yes. Yes, indeedy. But yeah, um it's it's been really nice weather-wise um Listen, here in Atlanta. Beautiful. Um I actually got to and I, I don't think I talked about this on the last episode. I don't think we talked about it. I ran the Did I, we talk about the 4-miler, the Singleton? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so I got to run the Singleton 4-miler, which is Atlanta Track Club, uh what part of their um Grand Prix of races, the races that you pretty much get for free um, when you are an Atlanta Track Club member. Um, right. They had it out at the um, horse park. It's the Olympic, I call it the Olympic Horse Park. It was the park that was built when the Olympics were here in Atlanta for the equestrian events. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a lot of, lot of places to run out there. It was actually, it was a double loop. Um, it was actually pretty nice. It was a good day. It was a um, trail race, which I'm not too fond of, but it wasn't very technical. There was really only one part that was really hard. There Mm -hmm. was literally a, I want to say a quarter mile climb um, that pretty much was like straight up. Um, Mm -hmm. I walked it. It was like I said, it was a double loop. I walked it both times. Most people walked it. It was was really interesting. I told um, because Rich was at the the end of the um, race and I told, yeah, um, Mm -hmm. I told Rich, hey, you need to make a prize. If y'all come out and do this again. Which I actually like the course, um, and if I said if y'all come out here again, they need to do something for that hill, like some kind of prize for anybody that can run the full hill. I saw a couple of people attempt it, but I didn't see too many people that could run from the bottom all the way to the top. Um, mm-hmm. But the great thing about hills is it's down. It was a downhill finish, so you had a you had a good little sprint coming into the uh, finish line. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. It's always good times. I I'm like you. I have not uh gotten wrapped up into the trail running yet um so there's been some pretty good trail races that have been put on but i need to work on that area of of me and my coordination and um you know transition well, see, I'm a road most of them are kind of like the what i did um with atlanta track club it's not not technical not a whole lot of it's just on grass basically mm-hmm. that's what they consider a trail race now, when you get to those very technical ones where you're running through trees and having to look out for uh, tree stumps and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, that's when I'm like, OK, I'm good with this. Right. But um, yeah. yeah, the basic ones, you know, it's just, you know, it's, like I said, it's just running on. It's the same thing as a road race, except you're running on grass and dirt and sometimes yeah. gravel, I think. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, you did that. We want to say a huge congratulations. So, of course, you all, we record on Tuesday and today. Um April 14th, 13th, what's today's date? The 13th. Okay, the 13th, excuse me. April 13th, (laughs) Des Linden actually broke the 50K world record. So she ran 31.1 miles in two hours, 59 minutes and 54 seconds. Congratulations to Des. Um, I didn't doubt that she was gonna be able to do that. She basically, not basically, she did. She broke the last world record by a little bit over seven minutes. Um, That person um, did that record. It was 30702 and that's a British woman in in 2019, Allie Dixon that did that record. So Mm -hmm. she was able to break that. And then of course, Allie broke the record from 1983 that was done by Janice Klecker. So I just, I put 
all like I give Des all props. Um, that time is about an average of about a 547-ish pace um, for those miles. And it's just amazing that she could do that. She went through the half at 115.47, the full at 231.13. Um, and then she crossed that 50K mark at 259.54. So congratulations, Des, and being also not only having a world record now for the 50K, but also being the first woman um, to get under that three hour mark for 50K. Congratulations. Yeah, that that is uh, really amazing. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I think we're going to start to see quite a few elite marathoners step up to to that to that 50K, because I mean, it's really what is that? It's from 20. It's like 31 miles, I think. 26.2 to 31. Yeah. yeah. It's not a whole lot more, but it puts you in that ultra class, yeah, uh, ultra marathoner class. So I, I think we're going to see quite a few, but congratulations to her dad to be, you know, the first to get under that three hours. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think you are, you're right. I think we are going to see more people like that. I actually seen or heard a little spoiler that Sika Henry, that is actually an Ironman runner, mm -hmm. um, she's a triathlete, that she's going to potentially be going for a 50K. So, wow. I mean, that should be interesting. I think when she did the Hoka um, Carbon X run a couple months ago, I think she interviewed and said that she wasn't interested um, in doing ultras, but I think that she might've gotten a little bug and maybe doing it. So <laughs> I just say congratulations and all props. And I mean, I agree. Once you run 26.2, I mean, obviously 26.2 is, is a difficult feat regardless of yeah. your pace. Um, but between 26.2 and 31, it's, yeah, you know, it's not a huge difference. <laughs> well, I, wouldn't, I say it's not a huge difference for someone elite. Someone, yes. I mean, for us, yes. Yeah, because yes. I ain't going to yeah. lie. When I finish 26.2, I'm out. That's I'm it. spent. Yeah. All right, I'm yeah. going to holler at you. But right. for, for an elite runner who is already running at a crazy pace for 26 miles, mm -hmm. just throw, throw some throw some more um, logs on the fire. Let's go. Um, yeah. You know, I feel like they can do it. But I, I, at the 50K mark, I, I can see a lot of elites. Um, mm -hmm. And maybe not the elites, like, I, I, maybe not Kipchoge. You know, maybe somebody that elite, but maybe somebody that's in, in the middle of the pack elite, um, you know, looking to kind of, hey, let me go, let me step up a little further. That might be my distance. Yes. And, you know, and, and see if that works for them. So I, I do see that happening. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where it is um... – uh, it's it's just a little bit extra challenge. And I mean, a lot of times elite runners are already training up 23, 22, 23, like they're training up for the distance. And so mm -hmm. it's, like I said, it's not, it's not usually not that much more, so. Now we also yeah. have another uh, female that uh, set a, a world record since the last time, I guess we talked, 26 um, uh, year old Kenyan. Um, her name is Ruth Cheptikich. I'm sorry if I'm not saying that correctly, but she broke on April 4th, Sunday, April 4th, she broke the, uh, the women's half marathon record. She uh, ran it in one hour, four minutes, and two seconds, breaking the previous world record of one hour, four minutes, and 31 seconds. So she, she, she did it by some seconds. So it wasn't, she, she had a, a little bit of cushion by, you know, of 29 seconds. But, I, you know, I always want to say anybody that breaks the world record, you deserve a congratulations. Yeah. I mean, I think regardless on even if it's by one second, it's still it. So at the end of the day. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So congratulations. Yeah. So congratulations. First, she did it in um, Istanbul, Turkey. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I've seen a lot of races in, in Turkey. Uh, I guess maybe that's a they, that running is a big deal over there. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's always great. Um, yeah. Another thing uh, that I was looking into, because I was hoping that. On this episode, we would once again get to talk about the greatness of Elliot Kipchoge um, mm -hmm. for the Indian Marathon, but it was postponed. It was supposed to take place on the 11th of April, but they pushed it back to the 18th um, due to COVID reasons in the in the city they were running in, and they've mm -hmm. moved it to a closed site um, on an airport mm. um, on the 18th, uh, okay. so this coming weekend. So next time we'll have something to talk about. Uh, we'll, yeah. we'll get to see Kipchoge uh, stretch his legs again. Yes, for sure. And I just want to give one more congratulations to another woman that has done a world record. And, and actually, mm -hmm. um, she is connected with Atlanta Track Club. Her coach is one of the Atlanta Track Club coaches. And that is Sonia friend Ull. UHL is her last name. Um, she is considered a master's runner. And she did the new American world record for the 50 to 54 age range in the 800 meters. And she did it in two minutes, 19, two, two minutes and 19 seconds to some change. 
So congratulations to her. Um, I just think that she is just, she continues. I think this is her second record that she has set this year. And she did that at the Canes Track Alumni Invitational um, this mm-hmm. past weekend. And I just say, you know, continue doing what you're doing. Um, Sonia, continue being great. And she actually beat the record that had been held since 1999. Oh, and I wow. know for us, that doesn't seem... 1999, like, I know what I was doing in 1999, but that's a minute ago. Like, <laughs> no, that's a long, what are you talking, it's 2021, yeah, what are you I talking know, about? That's a long, that's that's a long time that's ago. That's a long time ago, but that's, for some people, a, they may that's not That's almost half today. most of the, our listeners' <laughs> lifetimes talking about. That was a long time ago. That's right. And so any record that has been around for that period of time means it's hard to break. So exactly. You, you, yeah, you got to have congratulations to someone who break a, broke a record that was around for that long. And No, seriously. I remember, uh, I don't know, you know, most of our listeners, I assume, I always assume this, are, you know, road racers. Mm-hmm. They don't run a whole lot of on the track. But let me tell you something. I ran the 400 in high school, and my coach tried to push me up to the 800. I give you props, young lady. 800 hurts. Woo! 800 hurts. I that mean, 400 really hurts, too, hurts. But the 800 hurts. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That really hurts. So I got, I give you props. Um, for yeah. My, my excitement was the open four. Um, that was my race in high school, mm-hmm. but the 800, it hurts. I got put in the 800 a couple of times just because the person had to drop, but <laughs> it hurts. Yeah. It really I was hurts. like, nah, coach, I'm going to walk that second lap. If you put me yeah. up. <laughs> All right. I'm going to finish, but I'm going to walk exactly. that Look, I'm, I'm just here to get a letter. Look, don't, hey, don't mm-hmm. be pushing me like this. So I can yes. understand. Yeah. So congratulations, Sonia, and everybody that we listed today that has these world records. Like I just, I don't know about you, Tommy, but it really excites me to hear all of these world records and stuff being broken and people still putting in work due to the, you know, even though the pandemic has been going on for over a year. I mean, it just, it just says a lot for pushing forward and getting things done. Yeah, for sure. Um, It definitely does uh, say a lot about that. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, breaking world records, I mean, you know, of course, we've all had, I think everybody listening that's ever run has a goal in their mind, mm-hmm. um, you know, of what they want to run. And I'm sure everybody's put in time and effort and know what it's like to actually reach that goal. Right. But can you imagine being the fastest ever? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just, just incredible. So well, congratulations yeah, to all of them. Exactly. And I think, can you imagine? So I was thinking about this when I saw that um, Sonia, that did, when she did her, her road record, She's considered, I don't think we give enough props or we don't highlight enough the masters, you know, masters individuals Mm -hmm. and depending upon where you are, but usually masters is what 40 and over. um, And you kind of fall into that masters 40, 45. Yeah. And over. So you fall into that category, but it's like, I, for, I personally have seen so many people that are in 30 plus or 40 plus or even 50 plus that are still running as if they're, you know, literally at their prime college time, they may have been faster in college, but at the end of the day, they are really kicking behind. And I just think that that is just so amazing. And I just want people to know, like, it's never too late to start for one. And of course, some of these people that are breaking these records have been running since they was two, Mm. but, um, but it's never too late. I know that Tommy, you and I know people that are super fast and, you know, they're seasoned. I don't like to call people old, but they are seasoned individuals. Um, And I just say it's never too late to start and keep up the fitness. Like if your body will allow you to do it keep pushing age is nothing keep pushing well of course and if you stay in shape your body will keep yeah. pushing. you know what i'm saying if you if you, mm-hmm. you let your body get too far out of shape it's going to work against you on how long you're going to be on this earth but yeah i give it to i mean people don't until you're in it it's hard to explain um the way your body changes as you get older and i'm sure mm-hmm. anybody that's over 45 to 50 will tell you there's definitely a difference and how your body reacts to certain things. Um, Listen, I haven't hit 40 and I, I feel a difference on how my body reacts to things. So it ain't even got to be 40 or 50. I'm in my but, late 30s and I feel it. You start to feel it. Let me tell you. I wake when, up feeling 90, especially when I'm marathon training. I'm like limping around like shit. This is, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. And you, you have to actually learn because a lot of times, I mean, and you're a coach. And, you know, um, mm-hmm. sometimes your coach, maybe younger, don't understand hey, I can't do that workout you're talking about. you yeah. got to find someone that understands how your body reacts because mm-hmm. as you get older, recovery is almost more, is just as important as the running. 
you know, it, you know, so mm-hmm. you, you got to kind of keep that in mind. But that's why I'm always so impressed with people who are in the master's class that do run those fast times and still can go out and, you know, do these um, streaks of 30 days in a row and things like that. I'm very impressed by that. Yeah. You know, it's so funny that you said that. So like with my clients, I preach stretching and recovery like no tomorrow. Um, and also explaining to them, like your body needs a rest, especially after a certain age, like these streaks is cute and everything, but (laughs) your body needs a rest. Mm -hmm. Um, and just depending upon like what you're dealing with and where your current fitness is, I will say from a lot of the clients that I'm currently coaching, um, they come to me and they're like, oh yeah, I've been, you know, I do this, I do this. And they're like working out and going hard seven days a week, but they're not seeing progress. And they're not seeing changes or they're not like, and they're exhausted all the time and they're doing this. And I'm like, bruh, you're overtraining, you know, like you have to give yourself a minute and give yourself a break so that your body can catch up and actually reap the benefits of the things that you're doing. So I agree. Like you just really have to allow your muscles to recover. So sleep is a part of that. Nutrition is a part of that. Stretching and foam rolling is a part of that. And it's okay to just do nothing. Um, but I, it's funny, um, I have really been seeing a huge increase in clients that I receive, um, that are on that bandwagon of going, 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 but, Mm -hmm. and and like really struggling with taking time off or even taking one rest day. Um, and it's very interesting and having to, you know, I know, understand when you come to a coach and they're like, okay, I need you to give me a day or two of rest. And you're used to doing seven days a week. You know, it is it is different, but there's there's active recovery. There's things that you can do on rest days so that you're still moving. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it also is a lot of people get caught up in the I'm trying to lose weight. I'm trying to lose weight. So they're going hard seven days a week. But it's like, girl, one day of not doing nothing is not going to unless you're sitting down eating bonbons and McDonald's the whole mm-hmm. day. It's not going to cause you to like just completely add on extra pounds and if anything your body needs to recuperate build the muscle that you're breaking down because every time you're running every time you're working out you're lifting weights you're breaking down muscle so if you're not giving your body time to rebuild that you're not building muscle to get better to get stronger you just keep banging on it exactly you know what and actually i think the biggest thing that showed me that was my after not my first marathon but my second marathon Mm. um my second marathon Taperville. Taperville yes. really shows you mm-hmm. how much recovery because you know before Taperville and people who don't know what I'm talking about when you have a, a when you're training for a marathon at the end most plans will start reducing the mileage mm-hmm. on you and when you're used to getting up and running seven eight miles in the morning then all of a sudden now you're just running you know maybe four or five or mm-hmm. something like that you, yep. your body starts to recover mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you get that 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 pep in your legs again. Mm-hmm. You don't feel as tired. That's when I was like, wow, that recovery really makes a difference because I, I felt like I felt like I was on speed because I felt mm-hmm. like I was going so much faster. So, you know, definitely. It's, it's um hold on one second, I'm sorry. Yeah, so it's, it's definitely um recovery is definitely, definitely important. Um speaking of recovery though, I wanted to mention this because I actually it made when we were talking about recovery, it made me think of it. I saw this commercial. Mm-hmm. the other day you take uh do you you do epsom salt baths don't you oh yes right. mm-hmm. yeah i'm not a big bath person heather does them too she does the epsom mm-hmm. salt baths she, she and swears I, do, by I do ice bath i swear by ice baths over epsom salt bath i oh, really? swear by ice baths she yeah. couldn't get into that <laughs> she does that epsom salt bath she really got got into that um i do cold showers stuff like that i just i can't the, the act of sitting in the tub i don't know i got i got hdd i can't sit still i'm like mm-hmm. my son so mm-hmm. um but i was watching this commercial Degree has come out with a body wash yep. with Epsom salt in it. Mm-hmm. I saw it. I said, what? Well, first it just said recovery. You know, I, I always, I do a side out of anybody that's <laughs> trying to sell something to me and telling me this is going to make you better at whatever athletic endeavor yeah, you're yeah. into. Uh-huh. And I read and when I went, I looked it up. I went and read the ingredients. I was like, okay. So I think I'm going to give it a shot. I think I'm going to give okay. it a shot. Yeah. Let me know how it is. Let me know how. I think I saw that the other day too, but definitely let me know how that is. I mean, I'm all about the Epsom salt bath. So usually right after a hard workout or a hard run, I do the ice baths. And that's Uh because, you know, when you're doing hard workouts and hard runs, excuse me, your muscles are inflamed because you're, I hate 
I say it all the time, but pounding, you're pounding on the pavement. You're, you know, say you're doing mm-hmm. a lot. And so you're hurting because your muscles are inflamed. So in order to calm those down, usually ice bath do a really good job at it. Whereas back in the day, when I first started running, I used to always get into a warm bath right after I worked out. And mm-hmm. I felt like I was even more sore the next day. And I'm like, why is this? And it's like, because your muscles are already inflamed and then you're putting heat on them. And so you're not really repairing them at all. You're not bringing down that soreness. And so now I do the ice baths directly after the workout. Of course, I get in the shower too, but I'm not in like super hot water. But I do the ice baths. I do a regular bath. And then maybe the evening of that run or that race, I might do an Epsom salt bath after my body has calmed down a little bit. A little bit of the inflammation has gone down. But yeah, I swear by Epsom salt baths. Dr. Teal, is it Teal? Dr. Teal gets me right. (laughs) (laughs) he gets me right so yeah yeah, i definitely love it so i'm I'm gonna give it a shot see see how it does so we'll we'll see we'll see yeah so let me ask you this india um well now don't forget everybody before we go too far don't forget the atlanta track club um uh registration for the peachtree road race Mm -hmm. is still open go register i'm gonna be out there we've talked about it if you missed our last episode we talked about it with rich Rich canada the the, Mm -hmm. uh, atlanta track club director um get get signed up it's gonna be a great even if you don't live in atlanta come on down you got two days to do it you can do it on the mm-hmm. fourth or the third so come yes. on down and check and it you out you can also us. do it virtually so that's also an option yeah, as that well is an but option. definitely definitely yeah, go check the them out Stop Stop so come on get on the street yeah get the experience get your vaccine get vaccinated because you are going to have to show either that you've taken a test showing proving that you do not have COVID or that you have been um vaccinated um mm-hmm. to run so get vaccinated Come on down to Atlanta. It's Fourth of July weekend. Have a good time, y'all. Y'all, Tommy is over here pushing his vaccination. Man, y'all better <laughs> get vaccinated. I ain't playing with y'all. I don't care. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Anyway. I don't believe in vaccinations, but get vaccinated anyway. Don't Listen, <laughs> do what y'all do. Do what y'all do, but just protect protect yourself and others. If you decide not to get vaccinated, please be cautious. And even yeah. when you are vaccinated, sidebar. You still got, yeah. Before you still you even be say it, yeah. people don't understand. Just because you're vaccinated does not mean that you won't get COVID. You can still get COVID, but there's less. There's a higher chance that you won't be severely ill and potentially have pass away from from having COVID. Exactly. So it's just more of a more of a thing, and you won't be transmitting it as much. So, but anyway. Exactly. So, you was about to say something else. Tommy. Oh, I was gonna say. So, what would it take? Because you're a garment gal, right? Mm. 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 What would it take for you to switch switch watches? What would it take? It's just a, a conversation. Cre- I'm just asking. I'm a creature of habit. Mm-hmm. So I really don't know. Let me tell you, like I actually have a non-Garmin watch sitting in my closet and it's been there for over a year that I have not touched. <laughs> Brand new. I don't even know. If it, I, it probably still is like, a, it is an active series. Um, I'm not going to say what brand it is, but it okay. is an active brand. I just haven't touched it because I'm just such a creature of habit and it's a good, like it's a known brand. But is, it, is the model not. better than the Garmin model that you have? Like on the levels? I would say it's probably comparable. Comparable. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. It's comparable. Mm -hmm. But I think I, I, because I have been running with Garmin since 2015. Okay. I've been running with my Garmin. um, And so I'm one of those people like for, I think about my stats and of course there's some people we can have a conversation about that too but another time but stat saving like at what point do you reset your stats like okay girl you ain't had no PR in forever let's start <laughs> stats like let's clear out your stats and start you over. clear your you PR people do that I have not but people oh, do that why would you clear P- okay oh, some wait. people do that some people do that why would you clear your PR because some people feel as if they need to, they need to start over. It's been 20 years. I'm not, I'm just, I'm exaggerating, but it's yeah, been several years uh-huh. since they have PR or done anything. It's like, okay, let's start here and then try to PR from where I am today. Instead of trying to chase a high school record, like let's, let's, let's start from where we are. Let, let so yes, there are people that, yeah, that reset stats. Yeah, I just, because I, I mean, mean, I know I for me, I haven't PR'd in a half marathon since 2016 and I'm, I'm not resetting no stat, but I still am chasing that 26, <laughs> you know, I'm at 20, 2016 time, but at some point, girl, you need to do what you need to do. But I understand that point of view. Cause man, they, they one PR that I have that there's any way I could go out and attempt 
to get to it right now. Not even close. Maybe not right now, but but maybe. Can the, but my point is, so let's just say, and, and right now, I doubt I'd be able to train. But let's say, you know, trade turns six or whatever he has to turn for me for more time. I don't have to spend as much time dealing with him. And yeah. I can start really, really training again. Like I can get up every morning at four o'clock in the morning and have the energy to do all that and still deal with Trey. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that happens. That's going to be years down the line. I'm still not resetting my PR because that's what it is. It's my mm-hmm. personal best. best. I get the it. World record don't reset just because nobody breaks it in 20 <laughs> years. They still keep the world get record. It. I get know? it. So, I'm keeping mine. But I just exactly. say all that to say in regards to the Garmin, I... I would hate to have to transfer to another platform and then my stuff that was there before is just in this other. So I think I'm, I may always stay with Garmin. I can't guarantee that, but it would take a lot. Like it would have to be the best. I mean, I don't run with the highest end Garmin, but you know, because there's like, it's probably like two or three models uh, above my current Garmin, Mm -hmm. but I'm just a creature of habit. Like if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. And I mean, this is the thing. Every couple of, I mean, it's hard for me to switch watches. Cause mm-hmm. I, you, I mean, I, 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 it, I recently was it this year? I think within this last few months is when I switched to my new one, or maybe it was the beginning of last year. I don't remember. Is it still but Garmin? It, yeah, I had, I had the my first Garmin, which was the two twenty, I think. Oh. And now Garmin. I got the mm-hmm. what? Which one do you have? Two thirty five. That's what I have now. So now was I was it like a what the two twenty was like a little computer on your wrist? No, it was still small. I'm just playing with you. <laughs> it wasn't small, <laughs> but it didn't connect to anything. Like yeah, it did, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it did. Like at like, some point, I think the 235 is going to be obsolete. Yeah, which mine was probably obsolete. I don't know if it was. But my point, it worked. So I really didn't care. Because anytime I would sit down and go, okay, I need a new watch. Then I go, well, why do I need a new watch? This mm-hmm. one worked. It, it wasn't like I was setting no new PRs at the time. So I was like, why? But I said, you know nope. what? I'm going to get a new watch. Maybe that'll motivate me, you know, yeah. to, to keep going and get going or whatever. But yeah. every but so often, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, but you know, something that has halted me from stepping up from my 235 is that I've gotten to know people or I've communicated with people that have the $1,000, what is it, like the Phoenix or whatever. Yeah. And they've always had technical issues. I'm like, I'll keep my little 235 that costs 200 and whatever dollars versus getting a six, 700, whatever, however expensive that watch is. Like I would prefer to keep the simple than to have technical issues and GPS issues and whatever. Like I've heard enough people have issues with the more technical watches. I'm like, keep it simple. Yeah. And and I guess, so every once in a while I get a, get a bug in my head Mm -hmm. that I want to be able to run without my phone with me. Mm -hmm. Like I don't want to have to carry my phone. And that's when I start researching. Okay. So as far as I know, I think they said Apple, like if you get the right Apple watch, you can run without, you know, because you can answer the phone on the watch. You can connect yeah. to, I guess, Apple's thing. They have a tracking thing. I don't know what it is. Yeah, they have they have tracking and it can track your miles. I well, just, is it? Don't they have a, they have their own app? They have their it used to be really popular. Um, yeah, yeah, they have the whole closure rings the, and all that good yeah. stuff. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, no, they had the Nike app. That's what it was. Oh, no, Nike. Mm-mm. They had the Nike app on their phone, on their thing. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, Nike used to be, that app used to be really popular. I don't know a lot of people that really deal I with it. I think it's still anymore. popular and more popular yeah. with uh, new runners. Uh, yeah. I'm not, a fun, I'm not a fan of the Nike app. I've been stopped using the Nike app, honey. When I got my Garmin watch and I realized that, realized that my paces on Nike were two minutes faster than what's on my garment. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I thought I was running eight minute miles, honey, when I was running with my Nike and I'm over here running tens, negative. Um, I was like, okay. So sometimes I get, this is just something random that I do. Sometimes when I see people post their Nike stats, I was like, mm, all right, get you a garment, <laughs> see how that pace look. Cause it's just so inaccurate. And I think yeah. you, at least when it's on your phone, it was inaccurate. I don't know how it was when you, you know, had it on the Apple watch, but. That's well, I don't. I mean, I never had it on an Apple Watch, but pe- this was this was back before watches. This is when yeah, people yeah, yeah. was using their their phones to track themselves. So yeah. Um. But anyway. Um. And they said that you can do the Apple like that. I think you can get the Strava app mm-hmm. on the Apple Watch as well. But I'm not switching to Apple. I'm not an Apple person. Yeah. Um. I looked at the Galaxy because they supposedly have a Galaxy out, but. Like you, I talked I talked to people who had it and they said they were having problems with tracking. Yeah. Um, but my thing is why not get a 
run specific or athletic specific or fitness specific watch that can also play music. I mean, Garmin has that. Well, I just no, don't. I, I got to have it, but I, I need to be able to talk on my phone. I get that. But there's some fitness watches that have that accessibility. I, I'm just saying, like, I know a lot of people that use the the watches that are like more just like everyday phone type mm-hmm. watches versus fitness watches that are made specifically for people that do fitness. And I don't know if how accurate they are. So like for me, I would try to find a watch that maybe Garmin has that can do the phone, that can do the music, that can do everything on one watch. Well, from what I can tell, they don't, because they do have one that's music, but they, it doesn't, you can't answer a call unless your phone is with you. Okay, got so it. So now there was a watch, but they stopped making it that actually you would have to sign up a line with AT&T. Mm. So you got the phone, you got the music, you got the data, but I guess it wasn't popular because it went yeah. away. So yeah, they, yeah, you yeah. know, they don't make it anymore. So I was just checking to see see what it takes. I, I could yeah, really There's personally... a lot of watches out there right now that I'm that I eyeball that look really nice. Well, I went through They look like, better I, than the technical. I went system. through, trust me. I was like googling phone called you know i did all that and it brought up the ones that were close but none of them mm-hmm. really did everything that i so i'm gonna just i'm wanted. gonna stick yeah did i want i'm gonna stick with the garmin for now but i was wondering what it took you know would take I, i'm not that attached to garmin stats um mm-hmm. just because uh i look at strava actually more than mm-hmm. i look at i look at the strava app for yeah. my stats more than i do do look at the actual garmin connect uh for my yeah. stats so I would say, so when I get my stats for Garmin, I solely focus on, depending upon the race, I definitely check elevation. I don't know. I'm weird like that. My pay, my split breakdowns, I definitely look at that. I do look at heart rate. And then the other thing that I look at for my Garmin is it tracks my cycles. So I'm one of those people that tracks my menstrual cycle. I don't know okay. if anybody people knows that, but it, it can track your menstrual cycle. And then it can also tell you okay, girl, today you're probably going to be tired on your run because you're on this day of your cycle process. And so how does it do that? You have to put it in? Yeah, so you basically can put in, okay, two weeks ago on the, the or two weeks ago on the fifth is was my first day of my cycle. And then it goes until it the next day. So it's almost okay. like an ovulation tracker. So uh-huh. you can actually put in when your cycle is, um, and it will tell you, okay, you are now in this phase of your, of your cycle. You're in this phase of your cycle. And usually biologically, during these phases of your cycle, you're going to be more fatigued. These are the days that you're going to have peak performance. And so it kind of tells you when you probably should try to do a long run versus today probably should be a should be a shorter distance because uh, your body's going to be tired. And that's just biology. But I enjoy looking at that and seeing seeing what that may look like even around race days to know that, okay, India, you're not just exhausted and can't push it on this race, your body is tired because either you're on your cycle or you're within a certain period of your of your menstrual. So that yeah. yeah, that actually is a cool. Um, uh, Heather's yeah. never said. I mean, you know what? Heather might have actually said that to me at one point. I just mm-hmm. don't remember. So yeah, yep. that actually is a. That would be a reason to stick with the garment for sure. Yeah, yeah. If that's I something a stat it. that you want. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm gonna stick with the garment for now. But uh, you know, like six months from now, I'm sure I'll do another search to see if I can find what I'm looking for. And, you know, and move on from there. Yeah, I've definitely seen a couple of different advertisements on watches. We should have another conversation on watches because that it would be good to to look at some some stats and some different things to see. Because I I do know some people. You that need are to like, use I'm that one you got sitting in the closet and tell us about it. Pull it mm. out, run with it for about a week. Tell us about it. I might do like a giveaway or something. I I really don't. Well, <laughs> if you don't come on. And yeah, that could be a whole thing for the for the podcast. It could be on the YouTube. You so you know. yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Anyway. All right. Well, we got a guest because we didn't even say <laughs> we that. Do we, we do have a guest. We have chopped it up today. all day today, all uh, all <laughs> evening, as if we don't have a guest. But we do have a guest, guys. <laughs> so we got a guest. His name is Dan Hefner, and he'll be coming on here in just a moment. Yes. And we are back, and we have mm-hmm. a great guest today, Dan Hefner. How you doing today, Dan? I'm great. Great. Good to be here. Great. Yes. Glad, glad to have you. Now, Dan, uh, just kind of introduce you to our audience. You are the uh, founder um, of Run Wage, if I'm saying that correctly, yes. as well as you have a podcast called uh, Run Your Day. Yes. Run okay. Your Day. Yep. Yes, indeedy. Dan, kind of tell us, um, of course, this is a running podcast. 
tell us how you got into running, you know, as your personal running. How did you get into it? Oh, man. I mean, I've kind of had an up and down uh, relationship with running my whole life, which is kind of mm-hmm. what led to to the app, right? So, um, I mean, it really goes back as far as like middle school. I remember trying out for cross country when I was in like seventh or eighth grade, and I lasted one day. I, we ran like five miles the first day, and I was like, I'm never doing this again. Yeah, five miles is straight out the gate is difficult. Yeah, right, right. Wow. So I, I played football my whole high school career. I played baseball, basketball. I was not a runner. Like, I did right. not run, right? Mm-hmm. But I was always fast. I was always one of, like, the fastest guys. I played linebacker, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the older I got, like, the when I got out of school, I got out of college, played college football. I, like, I just – I. I didn't want to go to the gym and lift weights. I didn't, that didn't really resonate with me. I didn't really want to do CrossFit. I didn't want to do that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I just like would go for a walk and then I would jog. And then I eventually got into running. And um, like I said, it's, it's just been kind of up and down and I, it kind of goes and, and comes and goes in waves. Um, but as of several years ago, like I really got into it um, because I had kind of like a lot of people just kind of like, I needed something to stay healthy, to stay fit, to like, Mm-hmm. get off of my butt because right. I was sitting so much um so that's really kind of how I got into it and it's been kind of like like I said I wasn't I've not been a runner my whole life I played like you know more organized sports um and I'm not like a distance runner or anything like that um I've actually yet to complete a marathon I've never actually done a marathon yet really? um, I was getting you there hold the starting line or you just haven't done one at all um, well, I was planning on doing everything before COVID hit, and then uh-huh, this, that yes. just kind of has thrown my whole mm-hmm. thing for, for uh, you know, a loop. But yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's kind of been my my overall story with it. So I got you. I got you. Nice. What part of the country do you live in, Dan? Um, I live in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So you need to go ahead and do the New York Marathon. That's that's probably the closest <laughs> world major. So yeah. put it on your calendar. Put it on your yeah. calendar. Don't even worry about it. Just, just yeah. start training. <laughs> Put it on now, the calendar. Go ahead and build your base now exactly. so that when COVID is open, started. you'll be ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's got to be a marathoner. We're going to get that 1% up to 10% before it's over with. So now, now Dan, I did check out um, Run Wage, your app, and talk to us, kind of talk us through it, because I'm going to ask you some questions as I go through it, because I went through the app and, um, and everything. Talk to us, number one, why did you decide to start the app, and then kind of talk to us about the benefits of it. Sure. So the two part there. So, yeah, I mean, I, I started it because, and this kind of goes back to where I got into running a couple of years, a few years ago. Um, so my wife and I had gotten engaged and we were engaged for like two years because we were kind of in the middle of moving. Mm-hmm. And about a year and a half into that, we were coming up on the, on the wedding and I had gained like 25 pounds. Mm-hmm. Like I, I kind of fell off the wagon, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, and it was kind of getting to be around the holiday time. And I was like, like I was using a couple other apps out there that kind of use the whole concept of run wage for like, you know, put some money on yourself to kind of hold yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. And the more I used them, the more I was like, this is really, really cool. And it's, it's really motivating, but there's just like, there was something missing for me. I was just like, I was just like, this could be better. Like, and that's just kind of how I like, I, I was kind of going down the entrepreneurial wave. Then mm-hmm. I hadn't really started a business. But I just kind of started to, and it was kind of a mixture of that, of like, I needed a solution in my own life, but then I also had this like entrepreneurial brain kind of going deep in me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, well, I got two choices. I could either like write support and be like, hey, I think you should do this and this and this and this, or I could just do it myself. Do it, build your own app, right. Yeah, so I was like, <laughs> cool, I'm just going to do this. And then I was like, oh, wait, I don't know how to code and I have no money. Right. And I was like, well, crap, that should, that, should, that should have sunk everything, right? Yeah. But like in the middle of, pl- like I did almost 90% of the planning for our wedding, by the way. Oh, um, wow. In the middle of that, in the middle of like trying to lose weight and, and running and doing all this, like I went and built this whole app um, through like no coding software and, and launched it and made it. So nice. um, yeah, I mean, so really the, the benefits of it that I really tried to bake into it um, was there's, there's a lot of apps out there, um, that use like group accountability, right? Like you, Hey, you put, you put money into the pot. And then if there's 50 people that put, you know, five bucks in or 10 bucks in or whatever, but 40 people actually hit the goals, you like, they all split that money. Right. Which is actually something I recently started to include in the app. 
but the the concept I wanted was like I didn't like that as the core model. I wanted it to be like running is a very it's a solo sport, right? So I wanted it to be more self accountability. I wanted it to be like, hey, I want to achieve this goal, and I'm not like rooting against other people to lose. Like I'm oh. rooting self to win, right? Mm-hmm. And I just kind of used that concept of then, hey, let's put a little bit of money into this, make it make it interesting, bet against myself. Um, so that was really the, that's really the core of it is to really just kind of be accountable to you. Like there's, there's no one else that you have to worry about. There's no like, Oh, I'm competing against whoever, like some, and that, that's kind of why I've added things into the app over time, because some mm-hmm. people do, that is a very powerful motivational factor is competition, mm-hmm. um, like against other people. Right. But a lot of people like me, like I'm very self-motivated. Like I don't need anyone to, to get on me and like fire me up. Like even when I played football, when my coach would get on me, I'd be like, nah, man. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like I was, I was the one that was always like, I could get myself fired up. I could motivate myself. Mm-hmm. But like the older I got, the more I was like, I just, oh, I can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where I, when I got into that place where I like had no money, I was like, oh man, if I put like a hundred bucks down, like that's like a lot for me. Like I, I need to, I need to like get my butt going. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that was really kind of what I tried to bake into it inside of like the personal run wage challenges and the, the self accountability. Nice. So, so for our listeners, so basically you're putting in money, you're signing up for your app, you're putting in money to say, okay, I have this goal. I want to be able to run this 5k by this date and have this many workouts explain to the listeners how they actually bet against themselves like what how does it work yeah so as of right now man it it basically is um it's more of a longer term commitment and it's really the way it's built is you commit to a mileage right okay so there's like a minimum amount of miles which i think is 40 there's a minimum time frame which is three months and then there's a minimum amount of um, money you have to bet per month, which is like 25 bucks, right? Mm-hmm. So, but you can go up to 300, you can bet up to 250 a month, you can, and it kind of, it all fluctuates, right? So the, the, the formula I came up with was, okay, like if you're only willing to run 40 miles in a short time frame and bet a little bit of money, you're not gonna get that much back. You're gonna get like 10 bucks. Right. But if you're like really motivated, you really want to go like, Hey, I want to run a hundred miles. Never done that before or 250 miles or like a lot of our customers actually like will increase. They start at 40 and then they go to a hundred and they go to 150. And then you want to like, be like, Hey, like, let's, let's make this interesting. I want to bet 150 a month or 250 a month. You can win more. Right. So you can kind of win, like there's the more risk, the more reward, the more work you do, the more, the higher the percentage of return can be. So that's kind of the formula that I kind of came up with on my, on my own to be like, Hey, you know, if you're going to do a little bit of work, you'll get a little bit of reward. But if you do a lot of work and you risk a little bit more, you'll, you'll get a payoff. You can almost double your money. Right. Okay. If not more, so. And oh, if wow. you don't meet those miles, then you lose the money that you put in the pot. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's Vegas, baby. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you better get it or you lose it. I'm I'm a mm-hmm. gambler. I'm sorry. I love Vegas. But um, <laughs> I did also notice you had it's. It, it, I'm sorry if I'm saying it wrong. Um, I want to say it's called Run Wage Radio. That's in there as well. Is that something where? Because I saw your podcast is in there, and then some other things. Is that something that you can that you can tune into while you run? Yeah. Yeah. That's actually brand new. I just launched that here. I was probably almost like a month or six weeks ago. So that's brand new. Um, I actually got into that. that, That's a really weird story because I got into that. There's, and you guys might even benefit from this. There's a software out there called audio burst. Mm -hmm. And what you can do is get like snippets of your show and they'll like feature it for you and stuff. And then they actually approached me and they were like, Hey, um, your show's really cool. And like, we're trying to like, you know, promote some things. So there's like, you know, they have all these different people in there. So what you can actually tune into are like you said, like the different channels on there of curated, like three to four minute clips of like wellness or fitness or technology or science or like whatever you might want, right. That you can listen to while you run. Um, And then the cool thing is, is if you like, if you particularly like a clip, you can hit play the whole episode and it'll play the whole 30 minute podcast or 40 minute podcast or 15 minute podcast or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So yeah, and then there's and then there's the Run Your Day podcast, which is my podcast as well that you can listen to. And that, that's, I'm glad you brought that up because that's actually a brand new feature that I just launched recently, um, and it's got a pretty good response. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Now talk to us about because now you you did talk about because I, I I definitely like where your head was as far as hey why are you cheering against other people and that's why you kind of changed your the way you did yours compared to some of these other apps are out there that kind of do you know kind of along the same lines as yours but you said you have added the group dynamic so they can do challenges i assume with groups of people um yeah i'm, I'm working on getting the like the uh, that's kind of been like the ultimate goal of this to to do like corporate competitions and mm -hmm you know, form your own type of groups and stuff. So that's really not possible yet. That's coming um, hopefully this fall, I'm thinking. Um, but there are like, you know, group type of competitions where you can, um, where we'll do like the pot, right? There um, elevation competitions or step count competitions are pretty popular. Mm -hmm. um, so it's kind of, I wanted to keep it very like strictly running because there's other apps out there that are like, Hey, like, let's wash the dishes for a week and like, let's all do a, a pot challenge on that. Like, I wanted right. to keep it specific <laughs> running. I've had people ask me like, Hey, can we do this? Like walking? I was like, no, you have to actually make sure that every, um, workout you record is, has like a minimum, um, overall pace. So it's an actual mm -hmm. run. You can't just walk at 30 minutes a mile and make it count like it has to be at least i think we have it set at 17 minutes a mile okay um, which is even like that's that's a pretty slow jog you know to be honest but um but at least it's, it's something to keep up but yeah so we've we've done like split the pot competitions um there are those competitions which are more of like uh and you might like this is like um like a DraftKings type style okay right? so you everyone puts in five bucks and the winner gets, you know, 30% of the pot and then second place gets 20% and then third place gets 10% and things like that. Okay. Uh, and then those are actually um, benefiting nonprofits too. So there's actually like a portion of that pot that goes to, you know, a certain nonprofit or, um, you know, whatever we deem it might be. And people can, you know, email in suggestions for things that they'd like to see. Um, but that's a pretty exciting one too. Nice. What have you seen that has been like your predominant demographic um with the with your app like age range has there been a particular age range that kind of loves going towards this this type of app mm, that's a good question um i don't know if it's as dialed in as i as, as i as i would like it to be um mm -hmm. i think the majority of our users are women Mm -hmm. um but there are a lot of guys too there are a lot of guys and and mm -hmm. i did so it's been different too because we i opened up the app to not just america it's in india and australia and canada it's like all over the place mm -hmm. um so it's definitely older people there's not a lot of younger people in there i'd say probably you know my age and up like 30 and up yeah um yeah. has been really the main people that uh, recognize I'm putting money in this and that, that money could go towards something else. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, let's yeah. like, this is money here. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think, you know, we've had, um, we've had predominantly women competing in the, in the self challenges, but like some, a couple of the men have, you know, 30 to 50 type of age has been mm -hmm. the norm. Now, how are you confirming the, the workouts? Is it, can they uh, attach like Strava or how, how are you confirming their, their, the, uh, the actual workouts? Yeah, so that's a good question. So we actually have been, um, I've been partnering with uh, Run Sign Up. Mm -hmm. um, so I've been basically creating the race inside of there because they already have a lot of the pre-built tools for uploading and mm -hmm. um, in, in, in lieu of having our own software, um, because it's funny when I wanted to start this app, that's kind of why I built it the way I built it. I asked a lot of agencies and they were like saying it was going to be like a six figure type of app. Right. Mm. Um, which we're working towards. I would love to get there eventually. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's just not, it's just not a lot of people can just be like, yeah, 150,000 and no, no problem. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, that's pretty much the verification is it's all like self accountability. Like you can manually enter those. Mm. Um, for a while we were doing just screenshots, like, Hey, you mm. can just take a screenshot of your run keeper Strava or Garmin or whatever you have mm -hmm. and then upload it in the app. And then it's all, it's all there. Um, so that's, but then, but then the cool thing about doing with run Sign Up is they actually can track their goal because it'll be like, Hey, you're, you know, they have a hundred mile goal and they're, they've done 37 miles. So it'll show a little cool ticker, like, Hey, you're 37% done. And there's little badges that happen and things like that. Nice. Um, so it's kind of a, just a nice plugin that we've been able to take advantage of. Oh, okay. Nice. That's great. Yeah. That's definitely great. 
Yeah. And I guess, I mean, obviously if you're putting money into something, you're not going to cheat your way through it. Like this is something that you're, <laughs> you're going to want to do what you need to do to get where, where you need to be. Exactly. Like you're only, che- you're only cheating yourself if you're doing that at this point. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now, um, and before we actually started recording, you said that you kind of started the, the podcast to kind of showcase the app, but you think it's kind of turned into something else. I listened to a couple of programs. Kind of tell us a little bit about the podcast and, and, and what you're hoping to achieve through the podcast. Yeah, so the Run Your Day podcast, um, I had started, it was just, I started on a whim. Like, I just was like, hey, I, I need something to do. And this was, I think it was, I think it was before the app. I don't know. It's been, it's been a few years. Like, I have mm-hmm. over 300 episodes. It's yeah. been like so long, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, it really was something that, and I always tell people this story too, because like, I, I still like talk to myself all the time. It's weird. Like I'll just, even when I walk my dogs, like I'll be walking down the street and I'll just like talk to myself out loud. My neighbors probably think I'm crazy. That's kind of why I decided to do a podcast because I'm like, I already have a lot of things that like I say, and like everyone thinks what, what they have to say is important. That's why, you know, but I was like, some of this stuff's actually kind of cool. I should see if people like it. Right. Mm-hmm. So I just started doing a podcast and, um, I really had no idea what I was, that was kind of, like I said, the goal was to promote run wage and kind of mm-hmm. do it like through that. But then, like I said, before we started, we came on here, it kind of turned into something different. Cause like I was going down the entrepreneurial journey and I kind of just, I, I could sit and think of like really cool, like motivational, like concepts to think of. And, and I just started sharing those. And it was crazy because, I was so afraid to share those types of things. Mm-hmm. I was like, people are going to hear this and like people that I know, and they're going to be like, I never knew Dan was like so weird. Like <laughs> talking about this stuff. And then people were reaching out to me and they're like, dude, your podcast is awesome. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, thank well, you. There you like, go. Just, right. <laughs> and some of them, like I literally just pull out my phone and like hit record. And like, that's right. all it is. I don't have like, I, I do have a fan. I don't have my microphone hooked my microphone hooked up right now but like i invested in all that but like Mm -hmm. some of them i just like downloaded an app and i'm like hey everyone this is dan welcome to the show and i just like (laughs) talked you know what i mean i I didn't have a bullet point i didn't have a script i didn't have anything it was just me just you know what i mean yeah yeah Um, sometimes those are the best well i feel like those are the best ones that are like mm -hmm. non-scripted you're just talking having a conversation like i feel like those are the ones that i enjoy the best yeah and that's and that's kind of why i uh and i've tried a whole bunch of different like concepts and, and things with it you know but like and, and what you said you know trying to, to ultimately achieve with it um you know I, I, I it's crazy like I'm 300 episodes in and I really don't even know like still like it's just it's more fun for me like obviously I've had I actually had somebody approach me about like wanting to do like included in um you know a sponsorship thing and do all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff and they never really went anywhere I don't they, they never really got back to me I don't, I don't know what what happened with them but it was no skin <laughs> off my back I was like all right whatever I'm just gonna do my thing like it wasn't right. like I was taking mm-hmm. this to the bank like my podcast is gonna put be my retirement plan you know yeah <laughs> um but you know I, and I've and I've I've kind of gone back and forth like I, I've talked with people that are runners and I've talked with people that are you know, more business and self-development and personal mm-hmm. development type of people, because I really like to ask people like the hard questions, like mm. kind of the deeper questions, like, like you said, like, let's be real for a second. You know what I mean? Cause mm-hmm. as I went down the entrepreneurial path, I realized like this, this ain't all sunshine and rainbows. Like they painted out it's to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. And nobody really talks about like the mm-hmm. deep dark, like, Oh my God, I'm broke. Oh my God. I, I uh, my idea is stupid. What am I doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm like, <laughs> I'm just going to talk about that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's been fun. It's been fun. That's that's really cool because honestly, you're that the entrepreneurial thing you're talking about. Because I have a, um, I would used to listen to a, a podcast called Startup. I think it's still out, but it was yeah. about. Uh, I don't know. Have you ever listened to it? It was yeah, about the yeah. startup of a podcast company. Um, basically, that was the most interesting podcast I've ever listened to because that behind the scenes peek into trying to get money and mm-hmm. you know trying to get everything rolling. It was it was really interesting to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then I've, I listened to a bunch and, and it's funny because I always like to kind of give a piece of advice to people when I come on, like about like doing those types of things. And, and I, I really did struggle at first. Like, I think it took me probably 20 or 30 episodes to really actually kind of be like, like people were like, oh, I think you found like your voice, you know, because like mm-hmm. at first when I did it, I was like, these are really bad. <laughs> <laughs> 
but then uh like, i went back and listened to my first like mm-hmm. 10 or 20 one time and i was like mm-hmm. oh man like i came mm-hmm. a long way but it, it's reps it's like anything it's just you got to do reps you got to suck for a while yeah and you like, build that confidence great. after you've yeah. had them and get a yeah, couple compliments that's... from people it helps to build up your confidence yeah yeah and i mean that's and that's kind of why i wanted to what i kind of tried to bake into runwage too is like you know, when, when you do start running and, and you, even if you're a beginner, you've kind of like, you know, me, you go up and down with it, or maybe you've, you're 50 years old and you've never done it and you want to get into it. Like, you're probably going to suck. Like people think like, oh, running's like, people are like either running's, they love running or they hate running, right? Mm-hmm. Some yeah. people don't do it because they think it's hard. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's hard it when you hard, start yeah. because mm-hmm. you're out of shape. And your your body's like, what are you doing? Like, oh, let's go sit on the couch and eat some cheese. It's like, no, like <laughs> you gotta get up and you gotta be like, no, like we're gonna, it's gonna suck for a while, but you gotta just put on through it, you know? Right. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Hell, running right. even sucks after twenty years of doing it. <laughs> Listen, you still yeah. have your days. You still can have your like, days where yeah. you're like, okay, um, <laughs> this was is this not- day one? Is this my first day of running? <laughs> what is happening? Now, Dan, I mean, I thank you very much. I mean, the information that you give us about, you know, your podcast, of course, about the app. Um, is there anything that we missed that you would want our listeners to know about the app or your podcast or anything at all? Um, no, I mean, it's it's continuing to grow. Um, if you haven't, you know, checked it out already, you can download it on the App Store. It's just called RunWage uh, or RunWageApp.com is the website you can go check out. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's a work in progress still. It, it's growing. Um, I am looking to do, you know, any, anyone who's interested in, you know, partnerships or coaches I've reached out to, um, for, you know, putting in specific programs, um, because I, I'm, I'm I don't claim to be, um, you know, uh, uh, the running know-it-all or, a, you know, anything like that. Um, so, I mean, I'm always open to people reaching out and being like, Hey, I'd like to, you know, maybe put a, a program in here for free or, or whatever the case might be. Or, like, we're always looking for influencers like some of the other apps have. Um, and I mean, that's, that's pretty much all. I'm just looking forward to getting more people on, on the app and growing it. And it's, it's been growing like crazy over the past couple of months and it's just been an exciting ride. Awesome. Now you gave us the, uh, gave us a website, but is there a way that if they want to get in contact with you directly, how would they do that? Um, yeah, I'll give you this email. It's um, support at runwageapp.com um so that goes to me and one of my other team members um so we monitor that if they if you want to get in touch that's just our generic email address um for the company right now um so that's just support at runwageapp.com perfect awesome well congratulations on the app and your podcast um congratulations on both of those and yeah thank you for having me on the show it's been awesome and it's it's great i mean for someone you know because like i said i checked out i signed up on your app for someone who doesn't know Cody, I got to give you credit. You did, you did, you did a great job. You did that. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. And it's, 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 so I guess I will tell you, I actually have started a, another business um, actually using that, um, that technology to build apps for other businesses. So nice. that actually, oh, wow. kind of led to a, a whole different type of venture that I'm taking on too. So snowballing it. I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm like Dan the app man. <laughs> You're, you're definitely yeah. entrepreneurial, and I, I mean, I'm yeah, I got all kinds of entrepreneurs in my family, so I understand the the the, the want to do that kind of thing, and mm-hmm. you know, you get an idea to take it from an idea in your mind to you know, fruition is is incredible. Um, mm-hmm. Even with the you know, like you said, with your podcast, I, before this podcast, I had my, a podcast by myself as well, and when you were talking about starting yours, that's exactly how I was like, yep, that's exactly how I felt the first time I recorded anything, and you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So. Congratulations, man, and we appreciate you coming and tell us about it. Yeah, thank you again for having me on. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Not a problem. Thank you. Well, you take care, and again, congratulations. Thank you, guys. That was a, a great episode with uh, Dan Hafner um, about the, the one Run Wage app. Uh, I might throw some money at it. See if I can give okay. me a little, give me a little change. I'm, hey, like I said, I'm a Vegas guy. I love the game. Yeah, you so, are. Yeah, I'm going to throw some money at it and uh, see what I can get. <laughs> do what you do. See, exactly. what kind of but I, I love extra. talking to uh, entrepreneurial people. I, I really mm-hmm. do always enjoy. Like I told him, there's, you know, my dad was very entrepreneurial. I, I always enjoy talking to people and hearing their ideas. Um, 
Because sometimes, you know, you got to hit that brick wall a couple of times, but eventually you break through, you know, with yeah. a great idea. So, yeah. uh, and most you have definitely. to figure out, like, what fuels you. I think with entrepreneurs sometimes, and you have to stick with it. I think with entrepreneurs sometimes we have these ideas, and then we, when we don't see a, a direct turnaround or money or profit coming from it immediately, you start jumping around to different things. But sometimes you got to stick at things, and it will come. Oh, yeah, definitely. Now, if somebody wants to contact you, and follow you on your entrepreneurial journey. <laughs> yes, into your my book. entrepreneurial journey. While we talking about entrepreneurship, <laughs> how would they do that? So you all can find me at milesfromindia.com. That is my website, and all of my links are there. But on Instagram, it's I underscore of underscore indigo underscore run. So I of indigo runs, um, and also Miles from India. And you can also find me on my YouTube, which is a separate entrepreneurial journey. Um, and that is Miles from India is my page there. All right, and you can hit me up at Thomas W. Mitchell, the number two at gmail.com, and on Instagram at tmitch68. And that's going to do it for another week. Another week. Yes, yes. So we will see you guys in two weeks, and y'all enjoy. Bye.